0: The call to ministry is a call to prepare. The problem is that the options for theological training have often been inaccessible, overly expensive, or done in isolation. We believe we have an answer. Ohio Theological Institute exists to transform Northeast Ohio theological training for ministers and church leaders. OTI's unique programs are designed to equip you for your lay or vocational ministry. At OTI, you can pursue a certificate, undergraduate, or accredited master's degree without sacrificing your local ministry. With courses from hermeneutics to biblical languages, OTI can give you the tools you need to grow in your knowledge of God and His Word, as well as the practical skills to help you serve the local church as well. If you are serving in ministry in Northeast Ohio, OTI is here to serve you. You can apply today at ohiotheological.org or email us at info at Full and partial scholarships are available. Ohio Theological Institute for Christ, His Church, and His Mission. What's What's up, ladies? ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for everyday life. I'm Toshiba Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross. What is
1: discipleship? Have you ever wondered how to do holistic discipleship? Why does discipleship matter in our
0: culture? In this series, Discipleship You 101, we will hear from urban women Bible teachers doing real life discipleship in the urban context and are ready to bring us on in with truth and practical knowledge.
1: Grab your tea, your coffee, and some paper because this series is going to bless your whole life. Welcome Welcome to to the the Urban Christian Christian Woman.
0: Woman. Hey, what's up, ladies? And welcome back to the Urban welcome. Christian Woman. Mm-hmm. We are so excited to be here, right, yes, Leah? I'm so excited. And we're today even- Today is a good day. Today is a great day, <laughs> a great okay? Day. It's a great day because we are getting to talk about things that we deeply love and actually have formed the ministry of the Urban Christian Woman. And so uh, the interview that we have today is a part of our series called Discipleship You 101, Biblical Discipleship in the Urban Context. And we are so grateful to have Sister Karen Ellis. Uh, Sister Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. I don't think I've ever seen three people sit down behind microphones
2: so excited to see each other. <laughs> Listen, we are extremely excited.
0: Yeah, I, I am feel too. And am. I'm so grateful that you're like right behind where a couch is because this actually feels like we're in We're your, having coffee. We're oh. having coffee.
2: So <laughs> that's was, super yeah. sweet.
1: Welcome super, to my porch
2: sweet. office. My husband actually built me this office. I went away to study for about six weeks overseas. And uh-huh. when I came back, he had made this little Taj Mahal oh, office nice. for me, right? What? And and So I was like, oh, it was like all storage before that. And I came back and it was all finished with this oh, wonderful red, red couch behind
1: me. It was the sweetest gift. Yeah. That's super dope. <laughs> that is love. That is love. So <laughs> tell us about, I mean, you obviously mentioned that you have a loving husband who built um, you an office, who built you a whole so office. Dope. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Yes.
1: Tell yes. us more about yourself, your work. Um, for those who may have not encountered it, what you do, what makes you come alive? Mm. Share your heart with us mm-hmm. about who you are. Well,
2: there's a, a lot of answers to that. I'm um, I, I married. I married late. I didn't marry till I was 42 years old, and now I'm mm-hmm. in my mid 50s. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're in that fall and winter season of life. It's really good, mm. worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was great. Uh, I married um, two wonderful children uh, who had a mom-shaped hole and mm. uh, God allowed us to be um, mother and daughter and mother and son for each other. Mm. And um, yeah, and so it's uh, here I am living life. My husband and I are academics and um, we teach mostly about spiritual formation, which is discipleship, mm. um, but spe- specifically Geared towards thinking about Christian life on the margins, mm-hmm. and that piece comes in because I've been working with the uh, alongside the persecuted church as a, I guess as a facilitator and an advocate of uh, underground church movements. Um, mm-hmm. The per- persecuted church overseas church planting movements,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: um, just learning from them about you know what life is like on the margins. Finding a lot of commonality between uh, their lives and my own African-American church history.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, yeah, so that's that's where my research lies. That's where my theologizing lies. That's mm-hmm. where my discipleship lies, um,
1: all in, in and around those lines. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you. I mean, I think that um, where this series is going you have a lot to to offer
0: and so we're yeah we're excited to have this conversation yeah, today grateful to glean so mm-hmm. tell us about your journey into understanding what discipleship is and when did you first understand it and experience it <laughs> That's a funny question because, um, I to be
2: honest with you, I think I've come to understand what discipleship is because there was an absence
0: mm-hmm. of discipleship
2: in my life, especially at the very beginning. Um, I realized that I believed and loved the Lord Jesus Christ almost 30 years ago now, mm-hmm. um, and I mean in a life changing, transformational way, right? yeah, because I'd grown up in church. Okay, and I, and, I, and I always had aunties, you know, who were full of, you know, they were full of life wisdom, but not necessarily biblical wisdom. Mm. And uh, when I became a, when I realized I believed and became a believer, I couldn't find anybody to disciple me for probably a full five to eight years. Wow. And it, part of it was lifestyle oriented. I was, you know, saying that I go overseas a lot. I traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was constantly in and out of communities. Um, And there were people who would drop in and, you know, love me and disciple me. But in terms of like longing for that Titus 2 kind of relationship, that Mm -hmm. long relationship, Mm -hmm. find it. And um, I would ask people, and they would tell me no. <laughs> Which is the oh worst. man, yeah, they would say no. But it was because they, you know, I was asking women who, you know, they had uh, life commitments; they had a lot of children. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, they, or sometimes they would tell me flat out, "I don't know how to do that."
0: Mm. Mm. That's real, um, yeah. That's real, no, especially so, in the urban context. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: And so mm-hmm. they would say, well, I don't know how to do it. I don't know, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't have time. I don't know how. Uh, and so it, I sort of went around with that and literally went from glory to glory, swinging from one vine to another. Mm-hmm. Just, and it was painful. It was very hard because I was 25 when I believed mm-hmm. and I had to unlearn a lot of dysfunctional mm-hmm. unbiblical thinking mm-hmm. and there were there were casualties mm-hmm. and there was collateral damage
0: mm.
2: and um, I just you know that journey from foolishness to wisdom for me um, it's still going on, but those early days were so hard, and so I think I learned to value discipleship from. Being from having trouble finding it, mm-hmm. and so I, you know, as I grew older, I just thought, well, you know, how do I be what I'm looking for? Because mm. uh, by the grace of God, after about eight years, um, some women and some and their husbands came into my life mm. and started discipling me, like walking with me on the long walk, mm-hmm. uh, committed to me. They gave me their presence. They let me live in their house. I mean, you know, I mean live, like I have my own right, place. Right, right. But, right. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. But, but I had a place with yeah. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The door was always open. The door mm-hmm. was always open. And yep. I had place
2: mm-hmm. um, and preference. Mm-hmm. And that, that started to unpack for me what discipleship really looked like. So, you know, mm-hmm. that we, were, we began to apply Scripture to everything, broken relationships,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, finances, which that was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, how do I honor God with my money? You know, mm-hmm. what does that look like? um how nutrition I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> everything mm-hmm. they just you know and it took it took many many people walking in with different pieces of the puzzle to mm-hmm. put me put me back together in a coherent god honoring
1: way mm. Mm. so you're saying it took you 8 years essentially to find yeah. those types of relationships mm-hmm. and i also hear you saying that it wasn't just one disciple like one person mm-hmm. there were p- parts and pieces yeah. that different individuals brought to that relationship with you that would mm-hmm. hit on so that it's not just like, help me become biblically literate, help me learn mm-hmm. how to read the Bible, but That's right. help me learn how to honor God with my, with my money, with my cash mm-hmm. flow, with mm-hmm. my, how I live my life, what I mm-hmm. shop for, what I eat, like all right. of that, mm-hmm. which is, so it's, it's a holistic, it's a, it's a holistic view. Yeah. That's why we're a body, right? Mm-hmm. Because no,
2: n- nobody is the whole body. Right. Right. So, you know, we need arms, we need legs, we need ears, we need eyes. Mm -hmm. Everybody, for me, everybody had a piece of the puzzle of getting me to understand biblical wisdom um, and walk in it better. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that's that's. Um, and there are some that there are some folks that stand out um, you know, in terms especially in terms of the seasons of my life now. Mm-hmm. like right now, I think a lot about um the there was an older couple. man, they came in so many different packages too, unexpected packages. Mm. there was a um there was an older couple. they were both um british and much older, considerably older, and they had been, they had lived behind the Iron Curtain. They were Bible smugglers. Oh, wow. oh, mm. And how I fell in with them, i ha- it was just <laughs> the grace of God, because they were such an unusual couple, and I got to spend time with them in their home, and they would unpack the Bible in such an amazing, practical way. They had been shot at by Idi Amin's army in the what? 70s. They had been, uh, this they, they were just... <laughs> They were like the sold-out way for Jesus types. And I I draw on their wisdom, I think every Day. Richard mm-hmm. and Dorothy Bennett are their mm-hmm. names and he's wow. gone on to be with the Lord but man they made an imprint on me in the short time that I was with them I was with them about 5 or 6 years they made a huge imprint on my life another couple Marvin Sally Mickley uh, he was my boss and she took me in as her daughter um, one of my I call them my mother mothers mm, <laughs> I love that then I when I transitioned to um, when I transitioned to from um, one career to the next, and I went back to seminary at middle age, at forty years old, I went wow. back. Wow! Uh, there was uh, a couple, um, Emmett and Janice Cornelius, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they were at a, a predominantly African American, part African American, part Jamaican church in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And they, I had a, I left a, I left a divot. Aka a butt print on their couch, (laughs) where they knew every Friday I was. That's where you would be. That was my spot, and among their many children, they knew the kids knew that's Miss Karen's spot, and I was at their house every Friday night. They loved me. They loaned me all the theological books I needed, so I didn't Mm -hmm. have to buy them. I mean, they were just. Oh, you know these so these are the kinds of people that were right, over
0: right me right years yeah right yeah. right well where do you see modeled in scripture what we can glean um from the examples of course that you're mentioning mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what this discipleship is supposed to look like
2: yeah Yeah, so, um, you know, I've been thinking about where those places are in Scripture. They're all over Scripture. So, you Mm -hmm. know, there's the classic ones that we think of, like Titus 2, Mm -hmm. which tells you what you should have, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. tell you necessarily how to do it. Like, it doesn't doesn't give you a prescription or a methodology, at least it tells you what you're looking for. And then there's, you know, there's Priscilla and Akilah, mm-hmm. right? the husband-wife team, you know, mm-hmm. teaching Apollos. There's Paul and Timothy, which is a discipleship relationship. It's mm-hmm. not just about pastoring. That's it's right. It's about raising up the next generation. That's right. Um, there's Eunice and Timothy,
1: mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. Come on, in- grandmothers.
2: <laughs> right? Come on now. Yes. There's Elijah and Elisha, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me the most grounding discipleship moments I find are between Jesus and the disciples. Mm. And I see, I look at them and how they, they they didn't pull out the big fill-in-the-blank Bible study book. You know, there's a place for that. But what they did was they went everywhere together.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: They went everywhere together. Jesus gave them... Their his presence mm-hmm. right, and if we yep. think about Genesis to revelation, the greatest blessing you know God gives many different pieces of favor to his mm-hmm. own, but the greatest blessing is his presence, mm. and the greatest loss you know you get to Genesis three, the greatest loss is his presence, right. yeah, right, and then yep. He comes and he satisfies what Adam was supposed to do in the garden, and we get his presence again in the nasty now and now. And then what do we get in the sweet by and by? We
0: presence.
2: get his presence. Come on now. Right? So mm-hmm. It's the consistent thing.
0: Yes. And so
2: the disciples, as he's discipling them, mm-hmm. as the only one who lived the Christian life perfectly, right. because he is the Christian life. He gives them his presence. They go everywhere together. And he he does what he did for Adam and woman in the garden. He unpacks the world for them Mm -hmm. from his perspective. Mm. Right? And so he's... He's he's saying, oh, look at this grain over here. Oh, this thing happens on the Sabbath, but this is the way I really meant for the Sabbath. To be mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's, mm-hmm. he's, re, he's showing them the world mm-hmm. as he intended us to see it. Mm-hmm. And that to me is the long walk of discipleship. When somebody comes alongside someone who says, I want to see the world from God's perspective. And you say, oh, okay, well, let me let's let's unpack it together and we apply the word of god as situations arise mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. when the disciple is ready to learn the lesson about the 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 animal falling into the well on the sabbath mm-hmm. there's an animal falling into the well on the sabbath right <laughs> and so the moment presents itself and the lesson gets taught mm-hmm. uh, it's a, that so, the, yeah. I, I love the way Jesus has this of, uh, you know, like, I don't know, the the, 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 I guess people talk about walking around like peripatetic ministry. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. walk around and you apply the word of God uh, as uh, life presents these situations. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, what I love
2: the way you saying he does is it.
1: even just yeah. the, the necessity of like proximity yes. in that way. Yeah. Like, you're not mm-hmm. going to see the moment if you're not in the moment with that yes. individual, with right. that woman. And so, you're uh, right. That is 100% it, Leah. It
2: is, you know, discipleship, I think some of the reason that we have so much spiritual malformation Mm -hmm. is that we've left um, what what, uh, could be good things like major conferences and podcasts and books. These things in and of themselves aren't bad, Mm -hmm. but we've left them to do what should be done face to face right, and what really can only be done face to face you know if if there were more people you know faced in face to face relationships saying to people, Oh, what you're doing is not good <laughs> yeah yeah you know what, what would what would the church look like in in our context today um, yeah, it really is a process that happens. Uh, best when I can see not just, not just uh, in communicating about what's going on in your life, but I can actually see the fruit that's being born. And you can see the fruit that I'm bearing. Mm. That was one of the neat things about being discipled by couples as a single gal Mm -hmm. and being taken into families was I could see them work through conflict. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, y'all fight. <laughs> oh, and this yeah. is how you do it. Okay, yeah. you know, like I walked. I would walk into some situations. I remember one of my one of my British friends. They that said story. <laughs> they, they said that they, they were having a fight. They yeah. were having a legit. And I walked into it. They had invited me over. I wasn't like just showing up. Mm-hmm. And they were having a quarrel. I should make a distinction uh-huh. because a fight is when you want to hurt the other. Right, person. right, right. But right. they were quarrelling, and everybody oh, yes. quarrels, mm-hmm. right? And he looked at me. And he said, you're not catching us at our best. <laughs> I was like, I can tell. I, I can know. tell, boo. How y'all getting through this? Yeah. But I got to yeah. see, I got to yeah. watch people work through those kinds yeah. of things and mm-hmm. not think, oh, everybody shows up at church on Sunday and everybody looks good and squeaky clean yeah. and yeah. y'all never fight. You know, I mean, it was, yeah. oh, y'all never quarrel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's it really does... It really is one of those
0: face-to-face things. Yeah. Well, and uh, sort of what I also hear you saying in the midst of like the proximity, the presence, that means that you have to make time, mm-hmm. right? Because I think in our culture, like, right, of course, right now we're in COVID, so it's not much going right. on. Right. But but right now, like, I mean, in our culture, we fill our schedules to the brim, mhm. So we busy ourselves and we don't have the space for that. Yeah. Can you sort of speak to speak to that a little bit? Like yeah. It's gonna hurt though.
2: Okay, go <laughs> ahead. Listen, that's that's what we're
0: here for. Tell okay. us the truth so we can welcome well, freedom.
2: We make time for the things that we love. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we make time for the things that we care about.
0: Mm. And
2: so, you know, it says something when i'm too busy for um when i'm too busy f- to do the work of the kingdom i have to take a step back and question my priorities mm. i have to take a step back because this is this is something we were told to do it's not just it's not just you know if we take just the great commission you mm-hmm. know go and make disciples mm-hmm. right Mm -hmm. If we back that all the way up to Abraham where he told Abraham he was going to be blessed to be a blessing to the nations. We are in that. We are a part of that line. And so this is a part of, God asks us to do this, commands us to do this, because this is a part of our purpose. This is a part of what distinguishes us Mm. as people. And it's a part of his plan Mm. to create a culture that rubs up against all the other cultures around us. We should Mm -hmm. be, you know, if we're making time To be the people of God in this way, we create small communities of people that people look into, other people, outsiders from other cultures look into. And say, what is that? Mm. Mm. I want, I want some of that. I want to be a part of that. Mm. And it starts to create this, um, like a flywheel, like a dynamo, you know, of people training each other in prayer, training each other in um, discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I was advised by one of my mother mothers about how to avoid getting burnt out. Because, you know, it's like, okay, you've got the whole world coming through your door now, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you've opened up your heart and you're getting hurt. Right. Give us that yes. balance. Because yes. hurt Give people hurt people. Come on now. Getting disappointed, right? Yes, ma'am. And you're feeling like you're failing because, you know, it's, it's not going like you. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, they're not, they're not walking with the Lord. No, mm-hmm. I'm not walking yeah. with the Lord because I'm doubting. You know what I mean? In the middle of all of that, um, you she she set up some boundaries for me. Mm. She said, if you're going to disciple someone, she said, set a time period by which they need to be discipling somebody else. Wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Now we're in the thick of it. (laughs) Okay, y'all. We in it now. Y'all know how we do this podcast. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. We in this now. We in this now. Hold on five seconds.
2: And it saved me. Yeah, Mother
0: Karen. Wow,
2: (laughs) Mother Ellis. Because there should always be somebody. You should always be reaching uh, in front of yourself Mm -hmm. to grab somebody else's hand ahead of you. Mm -hmm. You Yeah, to be reaching behind somebody behind you. Mm, Yeah, pull somebody forward. Here's the thing: if I wait. Until I know everything mm-hmm. or I start discipling somebody, I will never disciple anybody mm-hmm. because I'm never gonna know everything.
1: Which is what you were saying Ooh. was some of the barriers mm-hmm. that you encountered mm-hmm. in asking people and saying this, no, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know enough or I'm not equipped. Mm-hmm. And and so right. what you're saying is you eventually found disciplers that were like, That's not, that's not the right. reason, that's not an excuse, right? right. Nor exactly. for myself, nor for Boy. the one who I'm discipling. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. And so yes.
2: we established the chain. Mm-hmm. Male or female, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Men, men well it's, you know, some people go with the men to men, women to women, mm-hmm. women thing. Yeah. I was blessed by being discipled by married couples. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I needed family,
0: mm-hmm. but we
2: established this chain. And in terms of the the, the concept of waiting until I know everything, that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Come on now, um, and I'll never end up starting
0: a mm-hmm. discipleship chain.
2: Yep. However, I can tell you that um, there are that you know the, the 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 house church movement and the the, the movement of disciple making mm-hmm. in different parts of the world is so explosive because mm. in China the middle east different places where the countries are closed and hostile toward Christianity mm-hmm. yeah. you have one day old christians discipling
0: one hour old christians stop stop right now mm. And Ladies, we, do yeah, y'all hear this I right know, now? Oh my goodness! And I'm there's so thankful always, for that
1: global perspective. There's always
2: on. somebody who knows a little bit more about yeah. how how God mm. has created the world than we do, and there's always right. somebody who knows who's like, I need to know more.
0: I need yeah. to know more.
2: And so when when that hunger is there, you know, you you pray for the people of peace. You find the people of peace, mm-hmm. you teach others how to pray for the people of peace, mm-hmm. and the wheel starts. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's that's what my husband and I are looking for. We're looking for those folks who want to be, mm-hmm. uh, they want to be discipled, and they want to be activated into this, what I call, it's not a counterculture.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It's an other culture altogether. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's other cultural, it's other political. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's based on a different set of politics. It's come based on, on now. The, the politics of the life, death, resurrection, and glory. Mm, come Jesus on. Christ.
0: Come on, kingdom
2: of God. It's you better talk about that. It's based on the outcome of the American experiment. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ooh. based on the kingdom of yeah. God. Come and on now. So those are the folks that we're hungry for, and we're looking for the folks that are hungry for that. And so when we pray, when we ask the Lord for the people of peace, that's who we're
0: looking for. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of the Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on
1: social media. You can find us on Instagram at the urban christian woman, Facebook, the urban christian woman, and on our website, which is the What do
0: you think are s- some of these like barriers or challenges within the urban context? Mm-hmm. Um, towards, you know, I know you were talking, I have so many thoughts. I'm like, I got to slow down because there was so much to <laughs> so glean much from what from, you yeah. just said. But um, yeah, what are some of these barriers? You're talking about life on life, training mm-hmm. these people, um, all of those things. What do you think are some of the barriers that you've seen within the urban context mm-hmm. that are going to get us- Keeping
1: in light like the unique challenges the unique challenges. The urban context. Mm-hmm. yes.
0: Yes. Well, let me
2: ask you first how you're defining urban because yeah. there's a lot of different definitions of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I so we tend to think, go no, ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Well, for our ministry, we, when we say urban, we're talking about women who, women of color mm-hmm. and women who live in the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and that, that's whether you are wealthy or whether you're marginalized, it's gotcha. all over the place. It's gotcha. all over the place. Okay, mm-hmm. great. But I think if you could speak to mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. right? Like whether yeah. they're marginalized or not, mm-hmm. you know? I got you. And. And then can you also I just want to drop this in before I forget because I'm thinking it in real time, but mm-hmm. it, can you speak to that time frame as well? Like when you're talking about reaching and forward, and sometimes people want these time frames. I'm not, you know, I'm a little free-spirited. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. is this an eight-week time frame? And mm-hmm. then setting a date on it, or what does that look like as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'll take that one
2: first. Uh you know, my my another mother, um, who gave me that advice. She said, you have to set it for yourself. Uh, For me, I call it 18 months to two years. Mm -hmm. But we're actively looking and praying for people, for someone else to to be discipled Mm -hmm. um, during that time. And that's part of our... Our walking together process, and then after two years, it's not like, well, bye. You know what I mean? It's, right. <laughs> it's not I'll like, catch you know, when I catch, catch you. you. I'll see, right, right. see, no. see you when no, I see you. I you No, you've developed. You've developed yeah. a relationship, yeah. but at that point, the relationship generally shifts into yeah. something else. Yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. um, you may, you know, you may talk less. You may be, uh, you know, they they may have had a life change that you know, that takes them to another place, um, or another, um, another stage of life and things change. So mm-hmm. for me, it's 18 to 18 to 24 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, uh, you know, I, I like to think of my discipleship relationships as lifelong.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but there is, and sometimes you move in more into being peers. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen as well. Um, yeah, depending on, you know, where you are in stage of life. Mm-hmm. Um, So that being, so the practical aside, um, I think that one of the biggest challenges is, um, it's the challenge of the ages. It's always idolatry. It's always the things that are competing for our affections. And there are a lot of, you know, the idols, um, idols present themselves more plainly, I think, in cities Mm -hmm. than they do in other places. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, all you have to do is go to the mall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go to the mall and walk around and you'll see all the idols mm. because they're advertising to you. They're yeah. the things that like you want, <laughs> right, right? And they're telling you, you want me, you want me, you, want you, need, me. Me. you need me, you need yeah. me, you want me. Yeah. You want to look like this. You mm-hmm. want to own this. You want mm-hmm. to become this. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that, um, you know, combating idols first is the, is the first thing. And then I think at a very, for me, um, at a very, very practical level, having lived in the city, it's just what, seeing the discipleship community or the discipleship relationship meet very practical needs. Mm-hmm. And I alluded to this earlier, sense of place. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first lived in New York, um, I, I moved up to Washington Heights, 148th and Riverside. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember uh, I had a, a dear friend who I'm still, this was 30 years ago. We're still very close today, even though we live halfway across the world from each other. And we used to always joke with each other. I'm like, can you call me and make sure I'm not dead on the bathroom floor? <laughs> because, mm. you know, it's here you have yep. this yeah. city full of people, sitting mm-hmm. people on top of people. people yep. on, mm-hmm. And yet, incredibly disconnected yeah. from mm. each other. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, just the sense of place, the sense of belonging that you can provide—you um, know, the, the the practical things, the practical helps. Um, um, you know, the the employment. You know, I mean, the there are, yeah. there are communities that oh, yeah. do community better mm-hmm. than Christian communities do. Mm-hmm. Um, they help each other. They they um, they they sling each other forward. My husband and I often talk about. Um uh, we we often talk about it. I don't know, y'all are too young to remember what roller derby was like. <laughs> Roll, roller derby.
0: You can school us now. You can educate us. Go ahead. Okay.
2: Roller derby was this competition uh, in the fifties and is really popular. And it was a very aggressive sport and it was very, it was all females. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you would skate and skate and skate around a rink together. And uh, like, punching people, elbowing mm-hmm. people to, mm-hmm. you know, get the relay going and to win.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and um, uh, there was a, a concept of slinging, um, a whipping, it was called whipping. Uh-huh. And your, your, your relay partner, you'd, you'd get your momentum going and your relay partner <laughs> would be come up skating behind you. You would use your momentum to whip them forward. Mm. And so it's that concept of, you know, oh, like I, that's
1: a whole word. right <laughs>
2: there. It, is. it is, it is. I'm, I'm here mm. to, sl- to help sling you forward mm-hmm. in life toward flourishing, mm-hmm. toward health, mm-hmm. toward um, biblical wisdom. You know, the process of discipleship is moving from foolishness to wisdom. Talk about it. That's really what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's whose house are you going to live in? Proverbs 8 and 9. Mm-hmm. Are you going to live in wisdom's house where there's life
0: mm-hmm. and
2: cooperation and a spirit of unity and uh, good food mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. the food is made, you know, together and mm-hmm. all, everything's timed right so it comes out, it's all hot at the same time? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to live, continue to live in Folly's house
0: Mm.
2: where her guests are the dead Mm -hmm. and the food is, uh, the food is stolen Mm -hmm. from somewhere else. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's, it's the practical and and it's the practical working out of moving people from from foolishness to wisdom in their life choices. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to open up the Bible and it's going to say Leah, uh, move to um, move to Washington State. Mm-hmm. That's just, you're right. not going to find that. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Right. But it's going to tell you uh, what God's purpose is, mm-hmm. what his, you know, whether or not the choice that you're making, is it a choice that leads to wisdom? That's a choice that leads to life.
0: Mm-hmm. Wise
2: choices lead to life. Foolish choices lead to death and destruction. hmm mm-hmm.
1: That's the Which dark. is what I hear you saying about fl- like flinging people forward to that flourishing right like the the difference between mm-hmm. right discipleship like flinging people towards flourishing doesn't necessarily mean Flourishing by the world standards, right? right like right, it's right. I, like when I disciple you in finances, it's not so that you can be become the one percent. Uh-huh, Come right. on, like, on uh-huh. disciple Come you to, on. you know uh-huh. towards mm-hmm. your health. It's not so that you yeah. can have this like slamming body. for Come just on, for your yes. own self. Come on but,
0: okay. There's this sense that of is it. Bring right? somebody after you've gotten there. Bring somebody with mm-hmm. you. Go ahead, Miss No me.
2: Tashiba. I'm going to tell you that's that is it. And there's a great book called Becoming Whole. Mm. And uh, just just uh, by way of a, uh, a little shout out, is by put out by the Chalmers Center, and it reframes human flourishing, and it it reframes mm. it, it, it in biblical terms, and it takes it it uncouples it from the American dream.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: so necessary, so so, necessary. so and, and it's and it's it's really good. Mm. It's really good.
0: Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah, no, you I, have to 100%, have that. Yeah, we'll have to provide that as a resource um, Mm -hmm. on our resource Mm -hmm. list. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to add that. And then so... In, in light of these challenges, right, we have this, the urban context, and then we have this unique shape or form that because of the urban context, right, cross-generational discipleship has to take sort of like a, maybe a different form or unique form based on the needs. And so what mm-hmm. are, I'm thinking of like the single working moms, divorced older women, what are some of the unique shape or forms that discipleship takes in the urban context based on you know, the unique needs, like you, you touched a little bit on just like proximity, but loneliness is still there, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you trauma that? Trauma mm-hmm. is still there, abuse, mm-hmm.
2: you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to go and watch this movie mm. called uh, Mully. Mully, M-U-L-L-Y, mm-hmm. M-U-L-L-Y. And it's the story of, when you get to the end of the movie, you're going to be like, how did we get here? From <laughs> okay. where we started. But it's the story of a Kenyan national uh, named Charles Mully.
0: Mm.
2: And uh, he actually was orphaned. He was abandoned by his family uh, when he was about, he couldn't have been more than seven or eight years old. And uh, he has an incredible journey. I was trying to tell this without giving too much of the movie away, but he has this incredible journey to understanding um, what human flourishing is, and how mm. how the how the restoration of the things that were lost and the things that we were made for, like we weren't this world as it is now with its brokenness and its loneliness and its broken relationships and its its drive to busyness and um, its 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 constant rejection, particularly as women of color. Mm-hmm. Um, the trauma, um, it's full of abuse. We weren't created for this. Mm-hmm. This is unnatural. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm sending you to the Mully movie is because he does in a very practical way, he, he creates an environment, oh, God creates it through him, uh, an environment that satisfies the needs of that community, the brokenness of that community. Mm-hmm. He answers the question: What do you do when a system? And he's he's working. He's talking about the uh, the orphan, the, the the incredibly systemically broken orphan system um, in in Kibera mm-hmm. in, in Kenya, mm-hmm. where there's a million orphans, and one in five of them will die before they're five years old right Mm. so how do you how do you begin to bring flourishing into a system that's not just horribly profoundly broken but dependent on other broken systems Mm. for its continuation Mm -hmm. right and what he does is he builds a parallel system beside Mm. it Mm. Mm. based on what we were created for Mm. wholeness Mm. relationship Mm. uh, value dignity Respect, discipline, Mm -hmm. and he creates this parallel system beside it that indicts the broken system Mm. just by virtue of it existing. But just yeah, yeah. But you got you got to watch it because where it is now, what God has done through that ministry in in thirty years—I don't think it's been more like the '80s, so thirty or forty years. Mm Is is a great picture of what the what the how the church mm. can bring flourishing through communities mm. mm-hmm. that take all of those things into account. That's mm. sort of that
1: other cultural. Yes, you were talking yes. About.
2: yes, yes. So you got it's, it. Not even yes. counter. It's just it's other. other. That's it's right. kingdom of God.
0: Uh, yeah. It's that's kingdom right. of God. Yeah. yeah, that's right. God. That's right. So
2: it's it's it's. Restoring what was lost in the nasty now and now, mm-hmm. as we anticipate the sweet by and by,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and that's what the, you know. In the you know, it, it, that's what I think of when you talk about um, you know the the you know single moms um, you know who are doing the best they can. It's hard mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, divorced older women. It's hard. You know, mm-hmm. life is life is hard and profoundly disappointing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. I, even if you're wealthy, mm-hmm. life is, if, even if you're, you're married, you know, mm. I mean, before you're married, you're thinking, you know, oh, there's some, I'm not married. There's something wrong with me. And then you get married and you're like, oh, I'm married. What's wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> there's something
1: wrong with you. What's wrong with
2: you? You know, so, you know, it's, it's just, it's life is profoundly disappointing. And the question mm-hmm. is how, how do we, through the discipleship process, through the community building process, how do we mitigate those circumstances show people what we were created for we were created for something better mm-hmm. and show and and give them a foretaste of glory divine some people need to taste and see that the lord is good
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know and and it, it that's what creates <laughs> you know it's 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 so mm-hmm. simple mm-hmm. i remember when the pandemic hit I called up my friends in some closed country and I was like, what y'all doing? <laughs> what y'all talking about? I'm looking for toilet paper. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> I'm out at the Costco. Right. And and they said, they said, we're going well, because the pandemic shut everybody down, right? Mm-hmm. Global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And a number of them said from different countries, they said, we're going back to basics.
1: Mm.
2: We're going back to prayer, discipleship, fasting, mm. word, and we're just kind of hitting the reset button. Wow. on mm-hmm. A lot of things. And I'm like, wow.
1: Wow. That's a word. That's a mm-hmm. word right there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. So I have to bring in um, some of your words from years ago yes. that we stumbled across uh-huh. one of your blogs uh, in 2014. Uh, in light of the Brown and Garner moments. And, um, but I think it speaks to this, like life on life in light of the context of the issue. So if you don't mind, I'm just gonna read this short quote, but it says in cities across America, urban disciple makers are not only affecting change on the cultural levels and working to address the underlying systemic issues but are simultaneously pouring themselves into life-on-life discipleship. They are helping young Mm -hmm. men and women to taste and see that God's ways are good by modeling spiritual father and motherhood, biblical Mm -hmm. marriages and parenting skills, kingdom work ethics, ethical finances, stable and loving communities, critical thinking skills, and the wise application of the word of God to their life-defining and life-controlling issues. And I think Mm -hmm. that hits right into what you're saying as well, of like, it's not just this sort of like, it is life on life is all encompassing, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 even as you're talking about the dynamics that can be enriched when you have uh, biblical fathers and biblical mothers, biblical brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in those discipleship relationships together, mm-hmm. it just adds to sort of the holistic. Um, experience of it, which is really value. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where the value comes from, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean,
2: if, if, the, <laughs> you know, I think we're going to get to glory and we're going to be really surprised how, like, how far reaching the redemption of all things really was, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, God's economy is so, he, he just reckons time. He reckons, waste. He, he doesn't waste anything. Mm-hmm. His economy is just, it's just so different. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our mm-hmm. ways. And I, I think to myself, when we get to the end and we see him face to face, and we look at all this and we go, oh, that's mm-hmm. what you were doing. Right. We're going to see not just the, you know, like, have y'all seen um, the movie um, Interstellar?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. You know, in the end, when they go into the Tesseract and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they realize that, like, there's this weird time thing going on and, you yes. know, there's, like, you can see all the dimensions at the same time. I feel like the, like, like the end, like the Lamb's Book of Life is going to mm-hmm. be like that. Mm-hmm. And we can see how all our lives we're, right. were interconnected, right. not just in this moment that we're living, but right. all through history. Yeah, through the, the whole death, arc. and Yeah, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, minor characters in this chapter will be a you know a major character in this chapter. You know, wow. and it's and we're going to just get mm. a glimpse of how far-reaching. Behold, I'm making all things mm-hmm. new. Yeah, really went. Yeah, and I'm so <laughs> and, we're, and we're seeing, we're getting a taste of that here. You yeah. know that, that. Behold, I'm making all things new. If you know, he 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 brings newness. New understanding, new thinking. He reorients our minds, mm-hmm. which orients our habits mm-hmm. and our ethics and how we engage each other, reorients mm-hmm. our relationships. Of course, our communities. Will be impacted by yes, this. yes. and the structures that mm-hmm. we build, and the and you know, and then how of that, you know, who you know, it's, it's the 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 yes. possibilities are exponential. Mm-hmm. But, so it's 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 going to be wild mm-hmm. to really, know what that really means. I yes. has not seen, our tongue has heard. <laughs> you know, I, I just can't. We can't even think about what that's going to look like in our little finite minds. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hope is exciting. Though. Yes, it the is. Hope Come on now. It's thrilling. Yeah. Yes, it yes. is
0: thrilling. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's a gospel but, worth dying for. Yes, yes it is. Absolutely. <laughs> and to toil for, for this week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and labor. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So if there's one piece of wisdom that you would want to give the discipler or the disciplee, what would it be? Um,
2: Wow, There's so many ways I could answer that. I, I don't, I don't have any wisdom apart from my, you know, on my own, mm-hmm. apart from the Lord. So I should probably look to His Word. Um, that discipleship, and evangelism, and prayer, and fasting all of those very basic things that we see throughout the book of Acts and, you know, throughout history mm-hmm. that actually have kept the kingdom ball moving forward. Hmm. Uh, I mean, God's going to keep a people for himself. Come mm-hmm. on now. He's promised to do that. He's going to do it in spite of us, uh, you know, I'm afraid. But he's, he's going to do it. And there have always been people who, um, who walked closer, you know, like if Jesus is the center of the bullseye, Mm-hmm. Um, who lived the, the Christian, he, well, he is the Christian life, right? Mm-hmm. So he's the only one who lived it perfectly. But there've been people in history um, who've, been, who've lived closer to the center of the bullseye. And there've been people who lived further away, people in the church mm-hmm. who were far, 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 far away from mm-hmm. the ideal, right? And we know those right. stories. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, how do, my, my question that I'm asking myself is how do I be more like those people who lived closer to the center of the bullseye Mm. and disciple making prayer disciples Disciple making, training people in prayer, training people in first things, in basic things, training people in the ancient story so that they know which story they're following and they know okay. if they're getting off track. Okay. Come on now. And following an alternate story. Because there's all sorts of false stories. That's they, right. They also make communities. hmm And they also make they also have agendas. Come on and now. And they have methods and goals and ways of getting to that. You know
1: preaching now. How, how do I, so
2: how do I how do I instill in myself first mm. and in the disciples that the Lord has, has, has you know, graciously allowed me to walk alongside, the gifts that he's given us, how do I instill in them the knowledge and the ability to recognize and cling tight to the ancient story? Because we're going to need it in the days to come. So my advice mm-hmm. is reorient everybody. <laughs> mm. Reorient around the ancient story. What is the true story that we're supposed to be following from Genesis to Revelation? What is the true covenantal story? Learn it, imbibe it, look for it throughout Scripture, because that's the promise that God's keeping, and that's where He's taking us. Mm. And if we're going to leave a better record... Than those who are better witness mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. who came before us mm-hmm. we 've got to walk closer mm-hmm. to that story mm-hmm. than further away mm-hmm. and we need each other to do that. I need somebody to tell me, "Hey, you kind of sound like you've built a little idol there It's mm-hmm. kind of becoming like everything you know mm-hmm. and, and it's like, oh yeah, okay, you're right, so i need I need people to look into my life in that mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and tell me hmm, need to check yourself before
1: you wreck yourself Mm, come on now yes so and that and that sort of leads into the next question that we wanted to ask is like what does that actually look like in discipleship when you come into a moment where you have to correct (laughs) or rebuke uh the person that you're walking with like practically give us like maybe an example of where (laughs) you've seen that in your own life on the receiving and the giving end if you will you know come on (laughs) the receiving end well I will
2: tell you there have been times in my life, um, and I wish I could say it was just the early days, but there have been mm. times in my life where somebody came along alongside and said, mm, "You sure that's a choice that's going to lead to life?" Mm. And um, uh, I listen. I'm much more quicker to listen now.
0: Praise God. word. praise God. Yeah, there's, Amen. there's been
2: some growth, but I have um, I have had to go back and. After everything burns down, especially in the early days, I had to go back to some folks and say, uh, "You're right," mm. and
1: I wish I had listened because. And they- how did they receive those moments? Right, yeah. because you're talking about a time they yeah. gave that wisdom and you didn't listen to it yeah. right and then yeah. kind of what they foresaw in god's wisdom uh, came and it mm-hmm, happened mm-hmm.
2: i think they felt so sorry for the consequences that mm-hmm. they realized they realized that that was uh
0: not the moment to say i told you something. yeah, right. yeah. it's like come on into my bosom yeah, yeah. let me let you understand and receive the tangible yeah. mercy and compassion mm-hmm. of god through my love for you yeah.
2: when mm-hmm. you see the because dis- we never sin in a vacuum right so, yes. when, these, when the lights go back on and you see how much destruction your foolishness has caused,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you look around, it's like waking up on a battlefield and all this <laughs> smoke rising and mm-hmm. all these bodies lying around. Bodies. And you're, yeah. And you're like, yeah. What? How, you, you look at yourself literally, and you go, "How did I do all of this? Mm-hmm. How did I not see this happening? Yeah. How did I not
1: see?" Mm-hmm. And you realize
2: that there was somebody way back there saying, "I wouldn't go down that road if I were you." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I valued that they were waiting for me when the lights went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and I saw mm-hmm. it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So anyways, how do we, yeah, so now I'm, you know, on the other side, you know, I have the opportunity to tell people. I was like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just have to wait. Mm. Um, Some people, you tell them that and it will crush them and it's a good thing that it does. Mm -hmm. Some folks, you tell them that and it's... Like parenting, I don't know if you guys you know know mm-hmm. that territory at all. so yes. folks, you you know, sometimes you I, from what I understand, because you know, I don't have children. I have I don't have biological children. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I have grown children, so I don't have that experience of raising up kids and going. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm We're both that.
1: in the trenches right now. Okay. So, yes. so y'all
2: know, y'all know yeah. this territory. You know it. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. You know it by blood, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you just have you you tell them and it and like me. Like me, mm-hmm. your heart just gets harder, mm-hmm. and you have to learn. I'm telling you, the tuition for wisdom come on. is high, yeah. And, mm. and now I've learned to let other people pay it. <laughs> Look at what they did, <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, you already paid that tuition? Oh, well, let me get in your training program, then come on now and learn from you without me having to cause all the collateral damage. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the tuition for wisdom is high. And, you know, it's, it's making, you know, I think about, yeah, everybody wants to be wise. Like they think like Solomon just asked for it and God was like, bloop, mm. <laughs> you know, okay, now I make you wise. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, right. God, why can't you just impart it and pour it? Why well, I got to learn it? But, you know, that's, that's, that's the way wisdom works. Yeah. You know? um, he works foolishness out of us as he works wisdom into us. Mm and it's painful. Mm -hmm. It's painful. So, you know, what do I have to say to, you know, about I've, I've been on both sides.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I've been on both sides and it's, and it's painful on both sides. It's just Mm -hmm. part of, it's part of the way this world works.
1: And there's, and there's a, with the cost comes, right? Like a deepening of the learning process, right? Like Mm -hmm. when you experience that, yeah. there's a there's a more concrete lesson i'm sure that comes out on the other side yeah yeah that's um, right because that's right. not only do you see right the consequences of your sin but you see the benefit of mm-hmm. having someone who's willing to speak the wisdom in mm-hmm. on the front end whether you heed it or not mm-hmm. right like you see the value of that mm-hmm. and may hopefully lord willing more likely listen to it on the front end the following time mm-hmm. and so there's mm-hmm. growth in there
2: yeah no matter I, no
1: matter how it shakes out mm-hmm. i
2: have told people um you know, um you're going you're going into a hole, you're going into a pit. Mm-hmm. And I can't go in there with you. Mm-hmm. But I'll be waiting when you come out. hmm
1: And then I make sure that I'm there.
2: hmm
1: hmm Yeah. And that, in and of itself, is an act of love. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, an act of love. And yeah. there
2: are some pits that some pits you need to go into to get, yeah. to get out. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, going yeah. after them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. leaving leaving the ninety nine to go and get yeah. the one. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are some pits that it's like, no, nah, you're gonna have to come out of your, on your own. one, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. yeah it's 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 the wisdom that's necessary in in, in gaining wisdom is just uh, it's 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 a continual process that works itself out in so many different directions but mm-hmm. God keeps that's God's business he keeps track of it better than I do and mm-hmm. you know I just I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just walk one step at a time. You know, the, the I heard somebody say this once, and I don't know if it's anecdotal or not, but um, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path that at one time uh, people wore uh, candles on their shoes if they had to walk about at night. Hmm. And so they would put a candle on the toe of the shoe and eat literally like each step. One mm. step at a time. Was one lit step up. was lit up. You could step on a snake. You could step mm-hmm. on a cow mm-hmm. patty. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't know what was coming in the next step. Mm-hmm. But the light that you had was enough for one step oh, at a time. Mm-hmm. That's that's, a that's, that's where I am right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his yeah. word, his word is that light. That you is know? right.
0: Well, Sister Karen, thank you so much for this time. Will you pray for us uh, and pray for every woman who is longing to be discipled Mm -hmm. and all the things around cross-generational discipleship? I'd be delighted.
2: Heavenly Father, I thank you for this invitation today. I thank you for Toshiba and Leah who want to create this space, God, this hospitality, this act of openness for people to walk into and learn more about you, God. Thank you for carving out this this digital space, God. God, you work everywhere. You work everywhere. And so we give you thanks and praise that we could make much of your name during this hour, God. I pray that you would shake off whatever was of us mm -hmm, and that what's of you would remain Thank God for every lonely heart, for every hungry heart, for every hurting heart, God, for every broken heart. I pray that you would provide someone, whether it's someone who's longing to be discipled or someone who's longing for the child to disciple God. Mm -hmm. I pray you would satisfy that longing, God, because it is part of your plan. It's part of your purpose for us. So God, carry us from glory to glory in anticipation and waiting for you to make manifest what you've already asked us to do, God. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for the expansion of your kingdom. We thank you for this moment for the church in America, that you're changing Mm -hmm. us from American Christians to Christians in America. Oh God, thank Mm -hmm. you for this mercy. Mm -hmm. Thank you for this mercy we give you thanks and praise until we gather again. May the Lord watch between all of us Mm -hmm. while we're absent one from another. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you,
0: ladies. Hey, ladies. Thanks so much for joining Sister Karen, Leah, and I in our conversation today. If you would like to connect and hear more about Sister Karen Ellis and the wonderful work God is doing at the Edmundston Center for the Study of the Bible and Ethnicity, you can go to their website, edmonstoncenter.org. Also, check out her writings in His Testimonies, My Heritage, Women of Color on the Word of God, and 12 Faithful Women, Portraits of Steadfast Endurance. If you'd like to connect with her through social media, you can find her under her handle K-A underscore Ellis on all platforms. Join us next week as we talk about discipleship in the home with Melody Fabian.